The room darkened, as if giving the audience what they asked for. Ian emerged from the hidden track. Concealed by thick smoke at the center of the landing, he sat on the cycle, waiting. People in the orchestra section grabbed their seat backs and twisted around. The upper sections leaned forward. The spotlight shone on the swirling mist while the remainder of the auditorium waited in darkness. The opaque cloud dispersed. Ian's smile never reached his lips. Images flashed through his mind. A graffiti-splattered wall, red coat sleeves, feminine hands flailing in defense, a masculine hand slashing toward them holding a knife. The image played in bits and pieces of motion and sound, as if seen on a television set receiving intermittent signals. A new image arose, and with it a searing sense of heat, a burning building as seen through a fireman's mask, strain lugging something heavy, then falling weightless, blowing embers and shards of wood floating all around him. Another, a car careening out of control, terrified eyes in the rearview mirror, hands in a death grip on the steering wheel, jerking back and forth. The screech of steel brakes, impact, the car smashed into a guardrail. A moment of teetering, the car tilts downward, looming concrete. Powerless, he could only watch. The applause receded and Ian, coming out of his daze, picked up on the growing quiet in the auditorium. A reflexive smile touched his lips as he looked up and behind him, scanning the section between him and the girls. The young woman was applauding, watching him with smiling eyes, the bright red coat splayed across the seat behind her. Mara and Tara stood in the upper aisles, waiting for his closing cue. He made fleeting eye contact with Mara, then glanced back toward the woman. Mara followed his gaze and registered understanding with an almost imperceptible motion of her head.